City Talk 105.9. Breakfast with Mick Coyle. And you're with City Talk 105.9. Now, I'm joined in the studio by somebody who is, well, looking for your help, really, to sign an e-petition. It's an e-petition to honour a Merseyside soldier more than 30 years after he lost his life fighting for this country in the Falklands, the Battle of Mount Longdon on June the 12th, 1982. We're talking about the story of Corporal Stuart McLaughlin and his brother Mark joins us in the studio now. Mark, very good morning to you. Thank you for your time. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, just tell us about about Stuart. Uh, he served in the armed forces. Uh, sadly, died just over thirty years ago. And um, you're starting a, an e petition and, and a campaign to to honour him for for his achievements in war. Yeah, this campaign has has, has uh, been going on now over thirty years since since uh, after Stuart was killed, and we were told the stories of uh, what Stuart did during the battle for Mount Longdon. Um, initially by his officer commanding Major Mike Argue, who um, explained at a memorial in Aldershot uh, shortly before Stuart was buried, he had put Stuart up for the highest award for gallantry. 30 years on, we've put every piece in the jigsaw. We're now at the point where we can categorically state exactly what happened to Stuart's citation. So... For his bravery on the battlefield, somebody wrote up a citation which would say, I recommend this soldier for the highest possible honour, the Victoria Cross, presumably. Uh, and it seems that that was, that was lost. It was a bit of paperwork which hasn't been filed correctly. Do, do we know what happened to it? Well, um, what happens is uh, any citation given by the military commanders never actually specifies uh, the uh, a particular award. What they actually specify is certain terminology that's used later by the Honours and Awards Committee to decipher and uh, make a decision on what award. And certain terminology is uh, is used for the highest awards. Um, Officer uh, commanding Major Mike Argue referred to Stuart's uh, referred to his citation about Stuart as. Uh, Corporal McLaughlin led his section like a demon on the rocks of Mount Longdon that night. Uh, this was McLaughlin at his best. That then was passed to his uh, commanding officer, Lieutenant Colonel Hugh Pike, and Hugh Pike then wrote a second citation, which is the citation then that should have been passed to uh, Warrant Officer Second Class Dave Rountree. Unfortunately, they were in a, a filthy house in a in a in a, in a three days after a battle in, in, in Port Stanley and uh, it was lit by a paraffin lamp and they were using an Argentine uh, Olivetti typewriter um, to actually type up British uh, awards uh, for gallantry and uh, there were some 60 citations and Stuart simply didn't get from Lieutenant Colonel Hugh Pike to the only guy that typed all the citations which was uh, Dave Rowntree, who, who later retired as a captain. And you've got a paper trail for this from Hugh Pike, who says, yes, I did write this, and I've rewritten it to, to show you what was in it. And you've also got a message from, from Dave Rowntree, I think via social media, which says, well, I never received it. So if you want a paper trail, you've absolutely got the evidence that on the day and, and, and of the moment, that citation was there, and the honour or, or process for receiving an honour should have begun. Uh, that's absolutely correct. Uh, we have got that paper trail, and also we've got another document that explains how this thing actually, prob- well, m- 
most likely has not actually happened, in that WO2 Roundtree had typed up some 20 or 30 citations. Unfortunately, it was typed on the wrong paper. And uh, the headshed, the powers that be, had sent a signal down saying all citations of a certain type must be typed on army form ABC123, whatever it was. I don't know the exact army form. Clearly, you know, that caused some consternation. And it's understandable that pieces of paper did go uh, missing. This was your brother. So uh, as well as sort of fronting the campaign, presumably there's a, there's the pride in your brother and what he achieved as well. And presumably you've spoken to many people who've spoken about his his involvement in, in the Battle of, of Mount Longdon. And you probably heard first-hand accounts about the bravery that he, that he did show. Absolutely astonishing stories of what Stuart uh, did during that uh, 10, 11-hour battle on Mount Longdon, uh, you know, I could um, I could quote from the citation that Hugh Pike has written. Um, I could quote from a book by Jimmy O'Connell, who I would say has written the definitive book on the Battle of Mount Longdon called Three Days in June. And it's McLaughlin did this, McLaughlin did that. It, 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 it was a powerhouse of energy and leadership, uh, astonishing bravery for that entire period. And you've got to bear in mind, um, there was a lot of uh, officers in charge that were injured. Uh, the leadership had gone, and Stuart literally took control of the north side of that mountain and uh, led, directed, and helped all the people in B Company during that battle. Uh, now, you brought the uh, the citation written by Hugh Pike uh, with you today. I'll, I'll just read out a, a quote from it, because it'll give people a, a flavour of, of what... Uh, was achieved by Corporal Stuart McLaughlin uh, during that battle. It says here, uh, during the engagements, uh, such engagements as these, McLaughlin was observed assisting another soldier under fire in open ground with his 84mm Carl Gustav anti-tank weapon, which misfired several times, after which McLaughlin grabbed a 66mm rocket launcher and neutralised the enemy bunker before assaulting it single-handed using grenades and killing three of the enemy. The famous thing that Stuart said to his men is when they were under heavy SF fire, that's sustained machine gun fire, um, he stood up when this sustained fire was coming down all over and he said, come on lads, follow me, because he knew if he didn't move his section, that section would succumb to that uh, SF fire. And he moved them along, he charged ahead, they followed him into cover and all of Stuart's section actually survived the Battle of Mount Longdon, uh, a couple being injured, uh, Grant Grinham to name but one. So there are people who are alive today who otherwise would be dead if it wasn't for the actions of your brother? There's a, a lot of people that were on Mount Longdon during that battle that today know they're here because of what Stuart did. There's, I've been told that by many of them. He never received formal recognition for what he did and the family haven't received the formal recognition either but you're gathering support now and there's an e-petition uh, for that recognition to be officially given uh, it's on the e-petition page of the government website people just type in Stuart McLaughlin uh, they'll get the details there that can come up and they can lend their support you've got support of the the Wallace EMP Angela Eagle as well and you've got a, a march on on Downing Street on July the 4th just tell us about the support you've got for that yeah, there is a march planned for July the 4th to march down Whitehall into Downing Street and present uh, David Cameron with 
uh, the petition and also a letter asking for you know uh, more more detailed investigation into this matter the people that are coming on that march and anyone is welcome uh, to support Stuart but are mainly uh, ex parachute regiment veterans but all ex-military or serving military who know the story of Corporal Stuart McLaughlin would we would willingly like to to come to this uh, to this march and as I say most of the guys that were on Mount Longdon with Stuart are there to support him. And am I right in saying that uh, he was just 27 when he died was that was that within the same battle uh, which he, he he showed such great courage? He was a young 27 year old man who had become a father in February of that year to young Stuart and he actually Stuart was think was born early February and Corporal McLaughlin actually got on the Canberra to sail down to the Falklands on the 5th of April so he saw his son for a very very short time and we all know what it's like when you become a parent and and then he went into battle and behaved the way he did it's just it's absolutely incredible corporal stuart mclaughlin if you type that in as i say to the e-petition page on the government website uh, you'll find the e-petition as it comes through and you can uh, lend your support to that one as well uh, mark thank you for your time today best of luck with it we'll hopefully keep on top of the story and uh, and follow it through hopefully if you get to am i right in saying ten thousand signatures you'll get some sort of notification uh, that that it's been read or it has been noted and then a hundred thousand would spark a, a an actual debate in the house of commons there is an acknowledgement at ten thousand, and i would just ask all the people from merseyside this is a son of merseyside who it, it did astonishing things and really should have received the last victoria cross of the 20th century um so uh at a hundred thousand the pressure then is on politicians to uh, to sit in the house of commons and discuss this so please give us your support